have a very fun interview for you right now. I got to sit down and talk to Collateral Cinema, an outstanding podcast that dives into some really solid movies. And I wanted to step in first to kind of give you guys a heads up. They had some internet issues, and so there is some sentences that get broken up. I edited around as much as I could, but I just wanted to give you that heads up going forward. But please go check out their podcast. All the links are in the description. Hey y'all, welcome to Geek Freaks. I am Frank, and today we're joined by the crew from Collateral Cinema, Bo and Ash. How are you guys doing? Yeah, we are having a pretty good day. Like It's my day off, it's his day off, and we're here on the Geek Freaks podcast. So Yeah, yeah I'm really happy to be here. Happy to, to meet you and, and talk nerd shit. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> Uh, you guys have, you know, one of the reasons we, we wanted to start getting some more podcasters on the interview uh, circuit is because we asked the fans they wanted to hear from more podcasters. I'm like, okay, which ones are we going to hit up? Well, obviously, it's going to be the ones that we like the most on social media, and that's really where you guys thrive. When you guys approach social media for a podcast, what's what's your plan? What are you trying to accomplish? Mostly just trying to cover all of the different things that we want to talk about. Like, obviously, with Collateral Cinema, you know, it's mostly movies that we're going to right. be focusing on. but also, I focus a little bit on comic books. I focus a lot on wrestling. I mean, there, there's mm-hmm. a lot a lot of wrestling content that I share as well because that's mainly because one of the things we want to do is we want to branch out and start having more podcasts, uh, you know, looking at different genres of entertainment, of you know. You know, it's like, like we have a uh, Collateral Music podcast coming out, Collateral Re- Records. And you have Collateral Gaming already, right? And Collateral, collateral Gaming, yeah. And we would love to have a Collateral Wrestling podcast. So, you know, yeah, yeah expect that very soon. So <laughs> We've got one co-host that's like chomping at the bit to do some wrestling podcasting. I'm like, hey, it's up to you to launch it, man. I can't, I can't run it yeah, at all. Yeah, those, those are very lucrative nowadays. So Lucrative, yeah. but there's a lot of wrestling to cover. And he wants to like, he, he doesn't yeah. want to touch anything WWE. He wants to do all the indie stuff and, you know, oh, AEW. That, that, that's gangster. I love that. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> hey, more power to you. Um, yeah. Yeah, so so yeah, basically getting the word out there and stuff like that. For the people at home who haven't heard yet, can you explain what, well, we'll go with Collateral Cinema. Can you explain what Collateral Cinema is? Well, Collateral Cinema, is, I mean, there's some people that might bristle about this, but we're the only movie podcast that matters. We focus on good movies, bad <laughs> movies, and everything else in between in the world of cinema. Like, we've talked about all kinds of different movies, right, Ash? Oh, yeah, we've been all over the place. I mean, it started with, you know, actually, I think the reason I joined on was a mutual love of the room. Yeah, which obviously, we've covered. Mm-hmm. Um, we've done, you know, uh, all the major su- superhero movies, but then we've also done some, so just some obscure stuff like uh, Born to Run. That was a TV movie we did that Robert suggested. Of course, you know, we have our disturbing content. You know, Takashi Miike is actually a uh, a seasonally thing for us. Yeah, that, that's because our mm-hmm. our pilot episode was audition. You know, that was the very first episode we released. If you go on our uh, yeah. on all of our podcast stuff, you'll find it. And uh, yeah, we do that as an anniversary every year. We we cover a Takashi Miike movie because there's so goddamn many of them. I mean, the man has made he's yeah, a total yeah. cinematic mad lad, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we <laughs> nobody's stopping himself. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. We cover a lot of different stuff. I mean, really, we just kind of get together each season and we all just pick a few movies that we want to talk about whether that's movies from our childhood uh, or whether that's, you know, movies that we want to rag on. Um, and then, of course, you know, when something new comes out at the theater, we like to check that out as well. And every now and again, if uh, yeah. there's a movie that just pisses us off, then we'll make something like that, like our old fashioned episode. <laughs> that, that movie just pissed me off so badly. <laughs> 
Yeah, very, very angry. Stop with the plans where I have to complain, guys. Get on the mics. <laughs> do, you, exactly. do you find you enjoy the the bad movies better or the good movies better? Like, which one do you like to discuss more? Oh man, I think that the bad movies are usually the most fun to yeah. discuss. I think so. I think the most fun is usually when we rag on something or when it's something that's just so bad it's good. Yeah, you know. In addition to yeah. Tommy was so now we were doing like Neil Breen and. And, and that's gonna that's kind of a, a, a seasonal thing as well. Yeah, that's a seasonal thing. We've uh, currently done, we've done Double Down and Fateful Findings. I was going to say, or, or any uh, John Derrick movie where he likes to just show his yeah. wife's body to everybody. Oh, yeah, those are very uncomfortable <laughs> movies. Very uncomfortable. Yeah, it's like when there's like a little bit too much feet in a Quentin, a Quentin Tarantino, you're like, okay, exactly. I get it, Exactly. <laughs> no, no, John, John Derrick was pretty much just like, look at my hot young wife. Look at her. Just look at her. I made this so that you guys could look at her. Um, this reminds me so much, you guys, I don't, I'm sure you guys remember back in the Blockbusters day, you'd go in and they'd have like you know, the employee's choice shelf. And, you know, it'd be some obscure thing that maybe you haven't heard of before, but then you're like, you know, you got Jerry behind the counter. It's like, you got to watch this. What so far that you guys have covered has been like that. You got to watch this movie. Must watch movies Um, out of what we've done. Maybe. I mean, definitely a racer head. That's one of our, that's something okay. from our first season that we really, really enjoyed. You got to got to yeah. watch Freddy Got Fingered. Freddy Got Fingered for sure. You have, have required, to watch yeah, that. Definitely. That's like your pure Dadaist uh, insanity. Um, yeah. Like from my personal collection, I've got quite a few different movies that I could recommend. You know, disturbing movies like, of course, Necromantic or um, I've got a lot of Gaspar Noe's work. You know, I've got a lot of Cronenberg, uh, a lot of Lynch, you know. Cronenberg. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, Cronenberg's <laughs> back, man. He's back with the horrors. So, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm oh, excited yeah. to see his new movie. But and of course, anything Takashi Miike. I mean, that's mm -hmm. just like, yeah. you know, like I mean, I would say Ichi the Killer is probably the closest I have to a favorite movie. You know, because mm -hmm. I, I kind of don't approach movies like that. I don't really have favorites. I just kind of take each movie as they are. You know, and then the, if they yeah. really, really endear themselves to me, then I'm going to remember them and I'm going to go back to them. You know, but like. I don't know if I could really rank some of my favorite movies of all time like that. Get ready. We're about to start ranking movies. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 yeah, we're, when it comes to a specific topic, yeah. yeah but yeah. if we're just easier. talking about just movies and cinema in general, that's just how I approach it. But mm -hmm. I don't we, know how yeah. Ash does it. <laughs> it's but, too hard. Yeah. What do you think, Ash? What's, what's, a, what's a big hit from, from your guys' past that you have to recommend? So I have to recommend? Uh, well, let me see. I'm kind of scrolling through here right now and trying to see what's something that uh is just a must oh 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 what the buttercream gang the buttercream gang the buttercream man yes <laughs> i like yeah, how you we can did tell an episode on Bo's that just like eyeball at everything going by like oh i got it this one's good oh that one's good you know <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah no no i actually gonna have to agree with you on that one the buttercream gang is a must see very obscure something that not a lot of people maybe might have heard of but, and it, uh, and it yeah. has a killer cinema snob episode as well yeah like, like okay. one of his best actually so yeah yeah it's become kind of a a, a meme movie yeah, yeah definitely okay that's that's perfect there so when you guys are picking these movies uh well let's start with this what what got you guys this idea because there's other movie podcasts out there of course but uh you guys bring something unique why did you guys want to start this podcast for me it was really to kind of continue on what an old school, one of my original favorite movie podcasts was doing, and that's the Cutting Room Floor Movie Podcast. 
like they had a very similar format, you know, where it was very free form. But what, what they would do is they would like do an essay on the film that they chose, you know, at the beginning. And then they would go into a discussion about it, you know. Now, yeah. I, I wanted to try to do do something different to kind of continue that spirit because, I mean, they, they shut down, oh, maybe about like four or five years ago, I want to say. I mean, I think they released an episode recently, but that, that's really what I wanted to kind of continue and everything. And, uh, and we kind of morphed it into our own thing, you know, like, I mean, early on in the podcast, what we would do is we do like a synopsis before the uh, we started discussing everything and we'd have like multiple movie clips and whatnot. But but I mean, we, we eventually just kind of dropped that and kind of molded the show into what it is today. Our format yeah. has changed over time to reflect, I think, you know, what works for us. Uh, we used to go off of an itinerary. Now we kind of just more free flow. And yeah, there's a lot less that we end up editing now. Do the director's cut episodes, that's like Patreon food right there? No. So the director's cut episodes are kind of our more topical. That's where we may do something like a top five or like a mini review on something or sometimes a commentary. Or we'll uh, or we'll have a specific topic that we want to talk about. Like uh, we had a, a special on the, the 20th anniversary of Adult Swim, which proved to be a pretty popular episode of ours, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we do plan on bringing more Adult Swim content to the director's cut. Yeah. So the director's cut's kind of where we get to branch out. And that's something that we ended up adding a couple seasons ago that kind of we just throw it in, you know, in between our regular episodes. Um, we also do, since you mentioned Patreon, we do uh, Patreon commentaries as well. Yeah. Yes, we yeah. do. We, we do full length uh, commentaries. We, you know, we tier them like one dollar, five dollar tiers, you know, just no, yeah. nothing too. That was extreme. actually one of the first episodes I was on. Uh, the first episode I was on of this podcast was the commentary on The Room. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's. Well, I mean, what a what an episode to join in on. You know? I know, like, right? Yeah. <laughs> the signature bad movie. Let me jump in on this one. Ash, why did you want to join the crew? What was what was it brought you forward? Outside of like, I got to talk about the room. Oh, and I have been friends for a while. We used to work together, and I remember when he started talking about the podcast. Uh, I was intrigued, you know, because mm-hmm. not only of our mutual love for that particular movie, but you know, a, a lot of other things that I knew that we had in common. And I'm I'm just a movie nerd in, in general. And it felt you know, very natural to uh, join on. And, you know, we just kind of, uh, yeah, yeah, kind of hit it off. And we've been together ever yeah. since. I mean, that was that was early on back in season one. Yeah. Um, usually our co-host Robert Ortegon also records with us. He's been with us mm-hmm. since the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he he's more on and off a little bit. He's I mean, on and off. He, he works a lot. So, you yeah. know, you know. But I mean, the other thing is that there's just a lot of movies that Ash has not seen, like a, a criminal amount of movies that <laughs> Ash has not seen. And this, this podcast has been more or less an opportunity to kind of introduce him to some of this stuff. Like I have stuff in my collection right here. I know he hasn't seen. I know this, you know, but All right, well, in the geek, it's one of our favorite things to talk about biggest blind spots then. So what is the biggest known blind spot? Like I haven't seen Goonies or something crazy like that. What, what is it out there for both of you? My blind spot. Oh, um, I don't know. There's a lot of those uh, mid-tier 90s comedies that I kind of missed, you know, like, yeah, I, I can't really name them. But I mean, I, I don't know. Like the dude wears my car era. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that era, you know, it's like very nondescript kind of comedies. They had very formula, very formulated yeah. and everything. You know? Yeah, like teams of fives in different rooms. Like, hey, write a movie real quick. We'll have Ashton Cooker starting it and we'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, just make some quick bucks. Um, yeah. Spot, neither of us have seen a Serbian film. Oh, that's true. We've never seen a Serbian film. Ooh, but, I, I mean, know, I whether we it. want to watch a Serbian film, I, I can't yeah. say that. Like, I really, really hmm. need to, but I don't know. Or maybe, maybe we are supposed to at some point. 
I don't know. It's just there's things in that movie that's going to be very difficult. I mean, I know we're going to have to talk about Solo eventually, and I have that movie, but I don't have Serbian film. I haven't seen Cannibal Holocaust. That's one I haven't seen that we keep talking about. Yeah. Um, up until recently, I'd never seen Rocky Horror Picture Show. And uh, that recently, is a, a friend of mine spot. finally showed me that. Oh, my God. That's a huge blind, that's a huge blind <laughs> spot. Yeah. I know. I know. And I actually hadn't seen Pulp Fiction all the way through either. I just for years oh, just seen clips. And I've seen almost you know, I've seen a lot of Tarantino films. But now, that, one. that said, I haven't seen a lot of Tarantino's more recent work. I haven't seen Inglorious Bastards or Hateful Eight or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So I've seen two but, out of those three. But, but I've seen pretty much all of his uh, earlier work, you know, up to about Kill Bill. So. But have you guys ever considered doing like themed sections where like, hey, it's we're just going to be doing Quentin Tarantino or something like that? We actually kind of do that with how we schedule our podcast. Like uh, yeah. every like we do uh, two episodes a month. We kind of have a theme for them. Like we'll have like, you know, December is our bad movie. December, like October. That's where yeah. we do all of our horror content and everything. Of course. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that, that would probably be just something that we could probably do, like have a themed month, a couple or of episodes. We'll do like know? 90s movies or anime movies. It's the only Tarantino film that, that that that's been done on the podcast. I think was Death Proof, and I wasn't here for that one. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. and that was uh, one of Robert's uh, car movies. That's another thing. Robert likes to bring. Uh, he, he's a, a car nerd, you know, so he likes to yeah. bring uh, car based movies to the podcast. You I know? think we all sort of bring that into the podcast because, like, for me, it's a lot of nerd stuff, like superhero movies, yeah, or, uh, science fiction stuff. And, and for me, it's like uh, traditional cinephile stuff and disturbing cinema and horror and everything and all that good stuff. So. And, yeah, and, Robert, that's a great mix. And, and, and Robert's more like, you know, classic movies and fucking, you know, automobile movies and everything and whatnot. Yeah. So, yeah. So that, that's kind of where we all kind of bring our own individual mix into this podcast. Well, what's great is there's a there's a good mix right there. There are plenty of car movies that are horror movies. And uh-huh. so you guys both talk about there's, them from different angles and, yeah, and everybody falls. Yeah, in love. There, there's lots of overlap there in, yeah. in our interests. So, yeah, yeah, I could. Yeah, I could see that. Or, um, you know, like collateral gaming, I'll try to do crossovers and do, you know, some like video game movies. Yeah. And, and yeah. we'll kind of try to collab. On. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about a video game movie and then uh, talk about the video game on the on collateral gaming. Like we're going to yeah. do that with Silent Hill this this season. And Resident Evil. Nice choice. And, and also Resident Evil as well. Yeah. 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 If you guys, hey, you need those movies to talk smack about. There's that classic Mario Brothers movie that we already did that. We did that. There one. we go. There yeah. we go. We did. We did it too. And the whole entire time, like the challenge was all right. Only positive things. You can only say positive things about it. So it was a fun challenge for that. <laughs> Honestly, for us, it was just fun getting into the background as to how that movie came to be. Like, I mean, that that is just a trip in its own right. It's, it's one of those movies that you could totally make a movie about how it was made. You know, like the yeah. disaster artist or what they're doing yeah. with the Godfather now. You know? Yeah, which um, I cannot wait to see. Yeah, <laughs> that will be cool. Yeah, be oftentimes really cool. that's like the best. I can't remember which one it is, but there's one where like the director went crazy in the forest and stuff like that. There's that's always like Island of Doctor Moreau. That's that what one. that is. The dude, yeah. the dude, the dude fucked off and he and he actually went into the uh, woods and was like actually keeping tabs on the production from afar and everything. You just like see him in like some like weird loincloth in the middle of the forest. Like that's our <laughs> old director. What the hell? And yeah. then, and then, and oh, then he, just, he just looks around and then just hide, hides real quickly. Yeah. Then slowly peeks his head out and then just hides again. <laughs> so much better than the actual movie. I love when they do that. That's so good. Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, collateral cinema, collateral gaming, and then you had the what? What was the other the new one that you guys talked about? Co- collateral. Colla- collateral records. That's an upcoming collateral. podcast. That's going to be mostly music content. It's going to be focusing on just music in general. Yeah, and we're bringing in a couple familiar faces, uh, some friends of ours, uh, mm-hmm. including uh, Megan Price, who's been on the podcast before. 
and uh, a friend of ours named Matt. So we're yeah. actually we're kind of we're, we're in the uh, development stage right now with that podcast. Yeah. We're sort of you know kind of figuring out what our content is going to be our first season, and then uh, we'll record the pilot up. Yeah, very very soon we're, we'll have a pilot ready and yeah. have it out. When you guys approach a movie podcast, something I haven't tried before and I've always been interested in, how do you go about that? Are you show? Are you having clips of the song? What, I mean, I know right now you're still in that development phase, but what are you guys kind of picturing? I figured maybe like if we're going to cover an album, maybe do like a song off that album or a clip of yeah. it within the episode and then maybe one for the outro. Yeah. I mean, I'd imagine that it's a little weirder to do that with music. I mean, with movies, like what we do is we just have like a trailer in the middle of the episode and then we use the... Uh, Whatever is on the soundtrack that's most recognizable is our outro right. theme and everything. But I mean, with, with music, it's a little different, obviously. It's something we're still toying with the format, so we're trying to yeah. figure out how we want to do with it and how that's going to work, you know, license-wise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, that's just what I wanted to make sure to share with everybody at home because I think there's a lot of people who think podcasting is just sitting in front of a mic and chatting, but and on a good day it is. But there's so much planning and like scheduling oh, is a nightmare yeah a lot <laughs> yeah you're telling me i mean we, we're we're about to start scheduling our uh all of our guests to host on uh on the podcast which i can go ahead and confirm one miss uh, juliet miranda from the unwritable rant podcast she's going to be on the podcast so we're excited to have her yeah you know and hopefully we'll have some of our recurring podcasts that have helped us out you know like shocked and applaud uh, of course, Vic, we've worked with victims and villains quite a bit, which oh, we're yeah, going yeah, yeah. to we're be doing uh, their live stream in September. Yeah. Yeah. So, we, yeah. It's kind of kind of an annual thing for us now. You know, Yeah, there's a there's a huge community that takes place when you it's part of the social media game really is, you know, hanging out and communicating and sharing other podcasts, which this is one of the reasons, of course, we've, we've met through there. Yeah. Um, when when you're trying to build these episodes and schedule them out. How hard is that? Because I know you were saying how Robert has like a tricky schedule. Do you guys have a set day or is it kind of like, hey, this works for the most of us? Well, we try to keep a biweekly schedule and work within yeah. that, you know, and, and and the way that we do things is a lot different than when we started. Like it used to oh, be yeah. that I would edit this podcast to death, honestly. Mm -hmm. And then eventually I was just like, well, screw that noise. We've, we were developing our mic skills enough that. Yeah, you know, we can kind of go off on it. There's a lot less that yeah. we have to do now. Um, as far as like scheduling goes, it kind of is just whenever we're all available that week. Yeah, you know, yeah. we'll get together. Um, and what what helps is that we're all pretty much night owls. So if we want to do like a late night recording, we that can helps. totally do that. You know, yeah. So. And I mean, we we hang out so often that like it, it usually comes pretty naturally. It's like you know, we'll, we'll we'll take this night to go. Let's watch the movie together, and then we'll do this night. Let's record the episode. You know. Yeah, yeah. We we try to make a night out of it and everything. You know, we get get some beers. You know, some other smoking devices, and, and you know, we have some fun. <laughs> You know. Depends on how bad the movie is. It helps to have uh, more assistance. All right, let's go ahead and get underway to uh, where can they find you guys? I'm assuming you guys are all on the social medias and stuff like that and all the uh, podcast normal platforms. Uh, can you guys give us some of those handles for like TikTok or TikTok? Sorry, Twitter. On Twitter uh, for Collateral Cinema, it's at C Cinema Podcast. On Instagram, it's the, the same, same thing, thing, right? It's the same thing. Yeah, and, and you can look us up on Facebook under Collateral Cinema. We also have a group called Collateral Media Podcast. It's yeah, Collateral Media Podcast. That's a, pretty much our shit posting group, basically. Yeah, yeah that is that. So, is so, so, so if if you have something, anything pop culture, movie related, music related, wrestling related, you know, whatever it is, yeah, you can totally post it there, and we can we'll have fun with it. Yeah, you know? yeah. 
Yeah. It's like the, the classic good. meme channel in a Discord. It's just like, yeah, throwing whatever you can in there. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and as far as where to find our podcasts, you know, like you said, wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, yeah. YouTube, Google Podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much wherever you can find us, wherever. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on uh, iHeartRadio. Also on yeah. Good Pods. I mean, gotta love yep. Good Pods. I mean, can, can Classic we... Good, yeah. They're, they're indie first, I tell you. They... They're they're smart about it because they're like, look, the indie guys are really dedicated to pushing, so let's make sure that we're fans of theirs too. And so it worked out well for everybody. <laughs> yeah, it really did. I'm I'm a huge fan of Good Pods. I mean, it kind of reminds me back in the day when we had Podcoin. That was another good app. That oh, really, I miss Podcoin. I miss Pod, yeah. Podcoin so badly. Like oh, that, that got us. That's what actually hit got us a good majority of view of downloads and everything like overnight. So yeah, yeah. I remember I used to like. I was like, oh, I'm just using this because then you could like donate dog food to th- i was like just like oh, as much dog food as possible it's so cool i used to yeah. love that that was cool yeah yeah it, it was so cool how you could actually use your pod coins and everything yeah so, yeah too good to be true man it, it fell apart on us but yeah uh Re- yeah pre- press f for respect i guess right yeah, yeah. oh classic there we go yeah Some collateral gaming um <laughs> all right guys we're gonna have all the links to not only their guys the platforms but the social medias in the description please check those out um and now we're gonna be heading on to we're gonna be talking about top five superhero movies I'm going to give you guys a heads up. I try to be classy with this thing, but I went super mainstream real fast out of nowhere. So Same I'm hoping you guys bring the heat. You're, you're going to love my list then. Both, okay. both <laughs> classic. I probably have a few more mainstream things than not, but yeah. I think yeah. I probably have like one thing that you can consider mainstream, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Oh, man. Okay. Bo's going Bo's gonna to be the fun one. Here we go. Because <laughs> I'm going to, my most probably obscure one, I'll start off and then that way we're finishing up on your guys's. Uh, I got Mystery Men at number five. Uh, to me, this is Mystery such a good Man. movie. Oh, that movie. Yeah. I love this movie. And it was like, it cracked the code on superheroes. And uh, I think it was you know, kind of Marvel before Marvel in a way. Um, it didn't take itself too seriously. And it was like, hey, here's some color. And then it was like, we're going to be weird because some of you guys are weird. And I was cool with that. Like, it just, the whole vibe, everything about that. The shoveler. Ah, I was in it. So to me, classic in Mystery Men. My number five. Yeah, that that that's a good choice actually, and that that's kind of a more uh, more along the line of what I chose. So <laughs> that was my that was my best one that I had that was outside of the mainstream, really. So yeah, <laughs> right on. Uh, Bo, let's get let's get a taste of your list. What's number five? Number five for me is Batman Forever. I, I think the most notable thing is just how badly Tommy Lee Jones hated Jim Carrey on Batman. <laughs> actually a decent movie unlike batman and robin yeah and val kilmer right. totally underrated as a val batman. kilmer is underrated in everything uh ghost in the darkness was a fantastic really movie <laughs> yeah. i love that movie man that's yeah. such a terrifying movie actually it, and just thinking that that really yeah. happened yeah i know yeah i want to see like they show the two lines in the museum at the end i'm like i gotta be there i gotta see those craziest things but yeah yeah um, seriously that's a good one that's a good choice i haven't thought about that movie in a while yeah. Ash, what do we got for your number five, man? For my number five, I'm actually going to go with The Batman. Oh, okay. The, the heck, yeah, the newest yeah. one. Newest one. It's my favorite Batman movie, and it's really close to the trilogy for me, but there's a lot of things I love about it. I love the the focus on, you know, the detective storytelling. I love yeah. how it's grounded at the same time, you know, and uh, Paul Dano just absolutely killed it. The Batman for me, I think, was because, you know, Batman's one of my favorite superheroes, and that happens to be my favorite Batman movie at the moment. Uh, Robert Pattinson totally threw that out of the water. I love the Kurt Cobain thing. I love the the Nirvana soundtrack. And and the thing that I love the most is that you're seeing a Batman that is kind of in the early days of his career. You know, I mean, he's 
He's just now trying, starting to ingratiate himself with the Gotham Police Department and with the city at large. So it's it's a very different and unique approach to Batman that I really like. So they did such an excellent job of lighting in that movie too. Like lighting was so important. Dude, that that scene where you first see uh, Battinson and he just walks out of the uh, darkness and it's just that slow build music. Oh yeah. man, that was chilling. That was it's the first so time good. that I've ever seen Batman look menacing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved it. Yeah. And then just, I mean, oh God, we could talk about the entire, the, the Batman's so good, but yeah. that part where he's using like the torch to lead them out and you're like, he's the light leading out the city. Like, oh, it's, yeah. it's, yeah. it's an easy <laughs> metaphor, but it's a good one. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. It's really good. And I love how they did a lot of that, you know, just by showing, you know, rather yeah. than telling you. Uh, that's something that Matt Reeves excelled at with that movie. Yeah. Lots of show don't tell. Yeah. Which uh, it's superheroes. Do that. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, we could talk about the Batman for a while, I think. But let's go ahead and get on to uh, my number four is Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. Uh, one of the first animated superhero movies that I was like, this beats the live action pretty hard, and uh, was super good. I, I mean, Miles Morales. I just love Miles Morales so much. I, I comic book wise is great, but there's this Miles Morales video game that really blew it up for me. So mm, I'm a big that fan. Game is so good. It's oh, so yeah. good. Oh, you know what? So, I'm gonna bring back the blind spots a little bit. I haven't seen this movie yet. You haven't, Worth the watch. I have not seen it yet. No. Yeah, no. For uh, for Into the Spider-Verse, the only reason it's not higher is because I really am more of a Peter Parker fan, I think. But yeah. um, I love what they did with Miles. I love what they did with the older Peter B. Parker. Again, with the Miles Morales game, you can literally use the skin from the movie, and it feels like it's the same character. Like, they use the same animation style in the game. It's, it blows my mind. They yeah, and you can off. even add, like, the, the, the trippy motion effect, like, the, yeah. the frame rate effect in that game. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, that's a great game in the PS4 Spider-Man game as well. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> coming to PC like in three days, guys, if you guys haven't played it all yet, and it's coming to PC soon, so that'll be good. Um, all right, so uh, let's go to... What we, oh, that was mine. So let's go to... I think we're on Bo. Yeah, it's, it's me. Bo and yeah. I actually have the same pick for our number four, so... Yeah, yeah. Oh, so perfect. We as well Tag team it. Yeah, it's Thor Ragnarok. So good. It's the closest you know? thing I think the MCU has to a stoner movie. With both Ragnarok and Love yeah. and Thunder. Yeah, yeah. There's they're stoner movies. That's what they are. They That's a really good point. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah, I love Ragnarok just a little bit more than Love and Thunder because yeah. I think it really hits the the humor on the nail. It's so creative. Um, you know, just with Kate Blanchett. Yeah. And uh the dynamic between uh Chris Hemsworth and Tom Hiddleston is I think at its best in Ragnarok. Oh, it, it's superb. I mean, that's the best version of Loki, I think. And of course we get yeah. Korg, so oh yeah, Korg's the man. Oh, I want a Cork series so bad where it's just a sitcom where him and his husband are like at home trying to live their lives. It, oh, I want it so bad. That would be so, that would be so much fun. It <laughs> really would. Thank you, TD guys. What we do in the shadows? Please go watch it already. It's so good. Definitely. Um, Ash, let's get to yours, man. What do you got for number four? Well, well, yeah, same one. Right? Same oh, one, yeah. duh. Oh, that's right. Perfect. Pick. <laughs> that's right. All right. So we're going to my number three, uh, guys. This I said like mainstream. I'm real bad about it. It's Endgame. Uh, that moment when you're sitting in the theater that for the first time and they do the Avengers assemble or when cat picks up mule near, I mean, it's just goosebumps to this day still. I mean, they're really good. So I'm all about that. <laughs> it Avengers is, it was game. one of the best. It's really funny that you say that and you'll, you'll, you'll find out in here in, in a little bit, but, uh, yeah, no in game is phenomenal for me. Um, you right. cannot take away the moment that I had in the theater seeing 20, two films and 11 years of, of history 
on screen all at once, you know. And, yeah. and, and yeah. when Cap says, Avengers, assemble, that portals thing still gives me chills to this day. It, amazing. It is amazing. And and honestly, it was one of the best theater going experiences I've had like ever. Probably. Yeah. Game is actually not only a top five spirit film, it is top five film. I mean, the, the, the <laughs> moment when you saw <laughs> when you saw Stan Lee that last time. Mm. Oh man, I that know. was oh man. Yeah. Oh, I, dude. Well, if you like it's it, that, you like into the Spider Verse too. Oh yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, good. man. I mean, in in game, I mean, in and I've I've said it before. I'm not the hugest comic book fan or superhero fan, but. I mean, I will say that it is quite a feat what the MCU has done, and you know, it culminated in Endgame, and that's a fantastic movie. Also, fun fact: we may have been one of the very first podcasts to actually record an episode on Endgame because we saw it release night, mm -hmm. and we recorded right afterwards, and we released it right that night. Yeah. Oh man, fun edit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we 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 made sure that we weren't getting into spoilers. Like we we. Yeah down on that. Yeah, hard. no, with that the movies episodes, we kind of just go for the unedited format. So yeah, it, but it, it was just such a dream. I I just that's one of the, my like core memories. I think that that you you know can never be taken away is sitting in the theater and watching in game, seeing all these superheroes on screen together. Um, it's a perfect send off to Infinity War. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it yeah. Really it really was. was. I one thing I just, just kind of came to me. Um, that was what 2019 or whatever, and then we head into pandemic, and it was like missing that kind of theater moment where everybody in the yeah. room was on the same vibe and it was just so and one thing that it kind of felt so good about spider-man no way home was it was a little bit of that again like when they showed the yes. three three spider-men together and we got that cheer in the crowd again it's like oh that was oh, great that was good i as missed well, this you know? yeah you know? so oh, everybody was, was everybody good. loved it when andrew garfield showed up you know and then yeah. then mcguire oh man Oh, yeah. And when he saves Zendaya, not a dry eye in the house. Oh, yeah, that was, that was like, oh. <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah. <laughs> so, seriously. All right, that was my number three. What, what do we got for the next number three? For me, it's going to be what I feel is actually a very important movie when it comes to superhero or comic book movies because it kind of really showed for the first time what these types of movies were capable of, and that's Blade. Blade. so good <laughs> it's a great movie i mean yeah some of the effects haven't really aged well yeah. but as a as a movie overall i mean it it still works so perfectly mm -hmm. you know yeah. i mean especially you know doing away with certain tropes of the genre and just you know kind of making its own type of uh, bailiwick and everything it was really cool to see that yeah and, and people look at like you know the raimi spider-man films or the x-men films some of the first mainstream superhero films and no blade was Blade set the precedent. Blade walked yeah. so that those movies could run. Uh, also, I think that some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill. Yeah, and it's yeah. a goddamn shame. You know what I love about that movie real quick is the fact that, that I think that's one of the first movies where I remember telling people that didn't know anything about comic books, like, yeah, that's a comic book character. It was one of those movies that just like did good on its own. And then people realize, like, oh, comic books have good stories, good characters that are not just Superman and Batman. Yeah, so. that's what's great about it. It's an excellent standalone movie if you have no connection with the source material. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Wesley Snipes just totally knocks it out of the park. I hope he at least has a cameo in the new Blade movie with Mahershala Ali. He needs to be the new Whistler. Yeah, that's oh, actually a He oh, needs to be oh the new God. Whistler. That's what needs to happen. He needs to be Whistler. That is such good casting, and I'm sure for yeah. tax reasons he could use it. But I mean, oh man, that's so wonderful. That'd be great. That yeah. would be that would be a great fucking fan moment right there. It oh, really man. would. I'm already picturing being in that theater again. We got that end game moment where everybody's cheering because they see him on screen. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. 
Yeah, dude, that, you know that people will love that. Yeah, oh, I yeah. just hope that they uh, they do it justice, you know, because like I said, the, the the original Blade movie, I think still holds up. It's a fun movie, even if you even you don't even have to think about it as like a superhero movie. I mean, it's, it's just a oh, good yeah. vampire movie. Yeah, it's corny. It's it's cheesy. It's campy. And it's I think it's meant to be all of those things. Yeah. And we did an episode with the uh, uh, SWO uh, with Stuart SWO, right? Uh, no, I think yeah. that was Spider-Man 3. No, no, we did an episode uh, on his show where we did Blade, remember? Oh, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. From the Stu World Order podcast. Yeah, check yeah. check him out. Another good yeah. podcaster there. Yeah. yeah, that's a good choice, though. That's that's a really good one. Um, Man, got me hyped for the next one, too. Uh, what do we got, <laughs> Ash, what do we got for your number three? Uh, for my number three, Spider-Man 2, the original Raimi flick. Because um, the Raimi Spider-Man trilogy was always going to hold a place in my heart because it's what got yeah. me into superhero movies. You know, I was, you know, just a little kid back in uh, 2002 when the first Spider-Man movie came out. I can uh, I, I can quote that movie from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then Spider-Man 2 just came in and, and delivered on an even deeper level. Uh, I think it is a good example, you know, like the Dark Knight of what a superhero movie should be. Yeah. You know, it, it just hits all the high notes. Um, I love Spider-Man 3 for what it is, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> but uh spider-man 2 is definitely the highlight of the trilogy uh and uh yeah you know alfred molina so glad he got to come yes. back and reprise his role and you know just everything about spider-man 2 it, to me i think defines what a superhero movie should be <laughs> it is gonna, it is a fantastic movie yeah it really is i mean Raimi really outdid himself there i gotta tag in real quick because that's my number one so i'm just gonna throw <laughs> oh, it so, as well okay. yeah all right. Uh, I absolutely love the fact that at the end you're like, but 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 the bad guy was nice. <laughs> no. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is no justice at all. <laughs> you know, it's bullshit. <laughs> and uh, it was so nice that he he all of them especially got redemption uh, in the newer movie. And um, yeah, Raimi's directing was just like it, it's an example. Every time I watch it, all my friends who ever watch it with me can't stand me talking over the film. But I'm like, you see the shadow shot? And like, do you see how he's zooming in right here? It's like, it's so good. I just love it so much. It's such I a good movie. Raimi. And also, I think Multiverse of Madness was an awesome movie, too. It was. That was a pretty awesome movie. Very Raimi. Yeah, I, I didn't Very care Raimi. for the movie as much, but you definitely like, ooh, this feels good. <laughs> yeah. All right. So my number two, we already know what my number one's going to be, but my number two is The Dark Knight. Uh, I mean, it's just simple. It's Joker. It's Heath Ledger's Joker. No actor has... Yeah redefined a character so much for me. I mean, I think I, I think most of America was like, well, yeah, it's Jack Nicholson and on a good day, Mark Hamill, you can't change that. And then you had somebody come along and like, yeah, let's try this out. And I mean, he just, he rocked my world. And I, I remember so well after watching that movie, he's like, another ticket, please. And I was in again. <laughs> uh, that movie just changed everything. And then, of course, it, it also addressed a version of Batman I haven't thought about before. A more uh, agile Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You didn't realize how rigid he was until he upgraded the suit. And then you're like, oh, yes, this Batman can move around. And Gotham in terror felt better in this movie than it did in any other Batman beforehand, where it was like, oh, yeah, there's an island that might have like a green question mark thing going on or Penguin's Mm -hmm. doing something weird in the the sewers. But no, this was all of Gotham in terror of this psychopath. And I mean, it's Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger carried this home so much. I, that Mike again, another one of those moments where my friends can't stand me talking over a film. But Michael Keaton, <laughs> not Michael Keaton, Michael Caine, seeing Heath Ledger for the first time and ha- missing his line blows me away every time. Every time I see it, I'm like, that is so freaking cool. Uh, I love, I love that movie. 
say best version of the Joker and probably the best version of Gotham in general. Honestly, I think it's it's yeah. the most grounded and realistic version of that city. That's a good way to put it. I didn't think about how good of a Gotham that is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, compare that to compare that to the Batman. The Batman is far more film noir with its approach to the city. I mean, it kind of has that aesthetic to it, but the aesthetic that Nolan gave to Gotham is like very, like what's the word? Very. It's actually a very mundane city. On honestly, yeah, which is the part that makes it ex- makes I, it I think- excels. The fact that it seems so everyday, normal, and then all of a sudden, when you add just a few small elements everything's challenged and so like that scene where the fairies can be blown up at the end is the idea that like hey mundane can survive uh, you know people have freedom of choice that, that that can kind of survive beyond you just trying to create chaos out of nothing and i just you know it's that movie can be peeled back so many layers but the fact that gotham looks so normal and survives joker without batman even is proof that it's good you know and it's like ah damn i love it yeah mm-hmm. definitely Definitely. Bo, let's go ahead and get your number two. My number two is a personal favorite of mine going back to the 90s and everything. It's, it was uh, Todd McFarlane's Spawn. Like, with my, I'm going to co-host who's very happy right now with your choice. <laughs> oh, definitely, man. I mean, yeah. that, that is a movie that I have a lot of nostalgia over, you know, because it was the first R-rated uh, superhero movie that came out. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it was my, Michael Jai White. He was... Uh, Right. Yeah, he was a uh, and then uh John Leguizamo spawned the violator. Oh, oh, the violator. Oh, he was great. He he was stole a great the show. Violator. Yeah, he, he did. He stole the show in that movie entirely. I mean, the CG effects, yes. Okay, they're pretty bad, but the movie is entertaining. Yeah. Uh I'm actually kind of excited to see what they do with the new one if that ever happens. I think yeah. Bloomhouse was in charge. Yeah, Bloomhouse yeah, is I don't, yeah. I don't know what happened with that, but I mean they they better bring it out soon because I mean, th- this movie, like, it, it definitely had a camp factor to it, but it's also, I mean, very menacing in some ways. We did an episode yeah. on it uh, featuring uh, Chaz. From uh, from Formerly of Trial by Air. Yeah. yeah. We did an episode with him. And, yeah, I mean, it's just a, a favorite of mine because, I mean, it's it's a, one of those afternoon movies you can put on. You can put it oh, on yeah. an afternoon, you know, watch it, it'll, and it'll carry you for that hour and a half. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it is very campy in a way that's like campy hell, right? It's weird that that's possible, but yeah, Violator is exactly that. <laughs> you know, that's kind of his old mo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah. So the new one we're waiting. I, last I heard, it's like Jamie Foxx's schedule that's holding it up right now. So oh, I fingers see. crossed. Okay. And it's going to be from the point of view of two cops that are like, there's this menacing new hero vigilante from hell. That's so I just can't wait to hear that. That's interesting. Be, so Jamie Foxx is I in. Trust it. From last I heard, he's still in it. We got, like I said, we got one oh, guy that's good. reading every Spawn comic that comes out. And <laughs> he's, matter, we have a shirt, so I'll, I'll throw this out there. It'll already be old news by the time this comes out, but we have a giveaway going on this month, guys. Those listening, one of them is the Geek Freaks Network with the Spawn design on it. So, oh, nice. Check that's that out, awesome. guys. It's one of, our, one of our giveaways this month. So, hell yeah. Um, that is, I, I almost forget that movie too. It kind of goes with, I know this is kind of, this is talking about campy. Steel. Have you guys remember Steel? Oh, I remember Steel with Shaquille O'Neal. Heck yeah. Yeah. And, I, and at the time, I loved the Death of Superman storyline. That was like, so I've got one of the comics on my wall over here. And yeah. oh, man, what a great storyline. And Steel was just like, he's bad at John Henry. Like, oh, my God, it makes it. You know, it was perfect. Anyways, uh, let's go ahead and get to Ashes number two. Uh, I'm going to go with Avengers Endgame. We mentioned it earlier. Yeah. I guess we, we've pretty much said most of what we had to say about it. But 
Uh, Endgame to me was just for for a while was my favorite movie of all time. Yeah. I was just just completely blown away. You know, again that that moment that we as a collective audience had together just means so much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's it's the peak of movie going. I think, in my opinion, I, I don't think I've ever had a movie going experience that was so dramatic and emotional and and just perfect. Walking yeah. out when you're you walked out of the theater exhausted. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't have much more to add to that. I mean, I I can. I'm just glad I got to be a part of it. I got to be alive when yeah. that happened. Yeah, definitely. You know that that <laughs> one nice little moment before the pandemic came along. And and it's a, it's a yeah. it's a theater moment that is that is surpassed only by one other. Which yeah, we'll get. we're gonna get to it. <laughs> we just talked about actually on the podcast last week um, how how important it was that Iron Man needed to die and Black Widow. Actually, we talked about how Black Widow was overshadowed because of Iron Man, but. We needed those deaths because it felt like before then Marvel was not taking death seriously. So Loki died 14 times and we'd see him come back kind of thing. So yeah, right. <laughs> that movie was so important because now going forward with the next, you know, saga is the stakes are real. We don't know if somebody's going to survive or not. And we needed that for Marvel. Yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. Yeah. All right. My number one was Spider-Man too. I can't say anything else about it except for watch it and pay attention to how the directing's done. Cause that's where it's at. Um, it has some of the best Spider-Man saves I've ever seen. That train save is amazing when, oh, he's, yeah, when he saves definitely. the train. Um, and then that final, the finale where they're like sinking in and trying to hold the star together and got Doc Ock and ah, it's so good. Um, I, I think everybody who's listening to this has seen Spider-Man too. But if you haven't in a while, revisit it. It's worth it. Definitely. Hell yeah. All right. Well, what do we got for your number one? You know what? I want Ash to do his number one first because okay. I want to save mine for last. Perfect. Yeah, yeah that's funny. Um, okay, so my number one is Spider-Man No Way Home and probably my favorite film of all time. I yeah. was just uh, seeing my childhood heroes on screen again. I mean, not only Tobey Maguire, but Andrew Garfield, because I always felt like he was severely underrated. Mm -hmm. um, all the things you said before, you know, like how he saves Zendaya, how, uh, you know, uh, we get all of these quips between the boys and we yeah. get to see, you know, them talking about things going in their universe. And, and to me, it is a perfect Spider-Man film. Uh, Tom Holland actually just completely sold it for me. Yeah. I mean, and I wasn't as big of a fan of his Spider-Man portrayal before this, mm -hmm. you know, like I, I, I wouldn't have called Homecoming one of my favorite Spider-Man films. Um, I, I did actually like Far From Home quite a bit, but um, I, I wasn't a fan with, you know, as much of a fan as with the direction they were going with the character. But uh, Spider-Man No Way Home showed that they actually had an arc in mind or at the yeah. very least they made the decision to turn it into an arc. And, and turned it into a three-part trilogy. Um, getting to see Alfred Molina and Willem Dafoe back on screen together. Jamie Foxx, yeah. yeah. uh, again, like Andrew Garfield, kind of getting that redemption on screen. Um, just, oh, man. And and like I said, you know, just having three Spider-Men on camera together. <laughs> Great moment. We yeah. all yeah. knew it was happening. Yeah. But it was still just so lovely when it happened. It really was. Yeah. <laughs> I had thought it was like, I mean, if you told my kid self like this is a thing that could happen someday, I just wouldn't believe you. Like, there's no way they can get all three of them together. And, and of course, we had to know about it because there's no way you can move around a, a Tobey Maguire without everybody watching. So, yeah, uh, right. <laughs> now, going forward, do you appreciate because I like how you're saying, you know, Tom Holland sold it to you on this one. Tom Holland kind of got a reset at the end of that. So do you appreciate the Tom Holland Spider-Man more going forward after this? Yes. Yeah. And 100 percent. If we're talking just about films, uh, Tobin McGuire was. And now Tom Holland is easily competing with that. And, and that's a good thing. 
You know, I really yeah. am excited to see what they do moving forward with the character. You know, if he has another trilogy of films set with him in college, they could go in a lot of interesting places. And uh, I, I think get that more comic accurate Spidey that people have been waiting for. Yeah, it would be nice to see, you know, let's get a Peter Parker that's not going to school all the time. Very little of the comic books is him actually still in school back in the old day, you know. Right. Yeah. No, like if you look at like the 616 universe, you know, it's only like 30 issues that he was in high school for. Yeah. And then he's out there partying. Uh, What was it like? What was it like the last five years or whatever? He was basically the bankroll for the Avengers. So we got to get to that point eventually. You know, we need somebody to bankroll the Avengers anyways. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Good choice on that one. Uh, Obviously, excellent man and a must watch, of course. Uh, Bo, you've been teasing us. What's that number one? My number one is a movie that is an absolute cultural force. It is it is a movie. It is a movie. It is a movie of all of all time. It is the movie of all time. And it is Morbius. (laughs) 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 It's Morbin time, people. That's right. We have come come on the Geek Freaks podcast and we have morbed them. Oh no. Wait, I mean, not ever in this podcast that we had such a disappointment. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm just going to say it. That's the room of superhero movies. I I could actually, I could actually watch that movie all the time and have a blast. It's, it's so dumb. So overblown. I mean, the the dialogue is so bad. The exposition is awful, but God damn it. If I am not having fun. Also, Matt Smith, carries that movie matt smith all the way man you know have sex i mean come on that that scene was worth it alone for me that was that was the that was the uh peak of cinema that is the uh (laughs) i did not hit her it's not true it's bullshit of that movie that's what that is we need a mystery theater 3000 of that movie so bad oh bad get 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 riff tracks on it man or something like that right oh yeah so good i don't know we're we're probably going to do a a commentary on it (laughs) So there we go. We'll Let do, me know when you we'll guys do, do. We'll help push it as much as we can because that, that was that's gonna be worth it. That's Hell gonna be yeah, good. It'll be worth it. But but yeah, oh, I mean, boy. what can you say, Jared Leto? What is, can you say? That's the point. Yeah, what can you say about that? I mean, <laughs> I mean, apparently he didn't do his usual shenanigans for this role, which is like, well, okay then. I mean, I guess we're not gonna have used condoms sent to Will Smith. Oh, he had different shenanigans for this role. He oh, he did. Oh yeah, he pretended not pretend whatever. He's method acting. And so yeah. he was in the crutches the whole time. So when they when he needed to go to the bathroom break, he didn't know how to use crutches. So he took like 45 minutes to go to the bathroom every time he did. Well, what meanwhile, you got like, you know, stagehands that are on on deck like, guys, I gotta get home to my kids and I'm waiting for this goofy bastard to hurry up and get back with his <laughs> method acting. Like, come on. Oh, yeah. God, he had shenanigans, no. they just weren't condom sized. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got you. Although I do advocate sending used condoms to Will Smith. That is hilarious. Will Smith is the exception to the rule, especially yes. recently. Yeah, for sure. Yes, <laughs> definitely. S- send all the used condoms to Will Smith. Yeah, <laughs> 12 packs now. Oh, <laughs> also, uh, the fact that Jared Leto has just, it has kind of been in on the fun and he's been memeing about it as well. That you helps. Know? Yeah. yeah. yeah I but think so. the, the, Peace Day was a stance of that is Sony re-releasing the movie a second time because of the memes and it bombing a second time. That is just well, I uh, love it. I, I want to know the exec that was like, guys, there's some real heat behind this movie all of a sudden. Let's try again. There had to be like some younger intern that's like, you freaking idiots don't get it. You know? They re-released it as like womp womp womp. Yeah. It's like, oh no. 
<laughs> Damn kids and their internet culture. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow, the internet just seems to be trolling uh, movie companies left and right, man. Like starting with the whole Sonic fiasco. Yeah. I, I, oh boy, yeah. I, we can go into the whole like chaos theory on that. Like, did they plan on it being bad? So they could, I uh, know. Yeah, yeah. And then I love how, I don't know if you guys have seen the, the new Rescue Rangers movie, but they just basically oh. fed right into this. They had bad Sonic in it the whole time. Oh, yeah, what? I, nice. I, I saw that. I haven't seen the movie. But I haven't seen the movie either. It's worth yeah. the while. I, I thought it was just going to be a cameo. No, he's actually like, he's in it a couple times and spoiler alert, he's the hero at the end. So oh, bad Sonic gets his nice. day. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> He's like a head of the FBI and he was like on the, he was going to the conventions as bad Sonic to like spy on drug rings. It was crazy. Wow. <laughs> Rescue no, no Rangers movie is like kind of awesome, actually. It's it's honestly I, like modern uh I uh, love the Rescue Roger Rangers. Rabbit. Me too. It's great. I, I love it. Yeah. yeah. But if Definitely. you like Roger Rabbit from the this is our Roger Rabbit of a new age, it's totally nice. That. Nice. I need yes. to check it out. Hell yeah. It's Hell worth yeah. a watch. Yeah. Well, guys, we ended with Mormon time, so <laughs> not where I expected us going, but I really appreciate you guys coming on and chatting. Um, thank you guys very much for showing up. I appreciate that. Hey, no we problem, man. It was yeah, a lot of fun. We appreciate yeah. you having us on, and uh, we will continue supporting you online and everything. Hey, we right back it. at you, tenfold. Guys, Collateral Cinema, Collateral Gaming, Collateral... I was going to say music. It's not music. I keep messing that one up. Collateral, collateral Records. Collateral Records. It sounds like it's something they should be opening up like a storefront to. I, I know, right? In, yeah. Flip through Maybe like we, dollar uh, bin. You never know. Yeah. Right? That's Maybe where I get those Check them out. The vibe of it. So. Yeah. That would be great. Yeah. Like, you know, when you go into a record shop, oh God, these kids don't even know what record shops are anymore. <laughs> like, there yeah. used to be a great time. We used to be able to go in and you get the big old headphones and put them on and hear some like crackly sound it was amazing <laughs> yeah it, it was man that, those were the days yeah all the links will be in our description guys make sure you guys check them out and click around and, and follow everybody and uh we'll see you guys later thank you for joining bye yep. and you've been warped <laughs> <laughs>